This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. It's Behave with Arden Moore. This show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rintin, Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Now, our special guest today, he fills his days helping dogs, cats, other companion animals in so many ways. Let's just check off some. He's a veterinarian. Check. He owns his veterinary hospital. Check. He authors children's books. Check. And he's about to expand with the opening of a central bark doggy daycare center. Oh, can't forget, he is happily married and the proud papa of four kids. Oh my gosh, make that a big old bow wow. Please join me in welcoming to our show the remarkable Dr. Mondarian Contreras, which is a mouthful. Dr. C, <laughs> welcome to the show. All right, thank you so much for having me. I, I honestly, I really appreciate it. And I just obviously honored to be on your show. I mean, I really appreciate it. Well, you're a good man. You're doing good things. And hey, pet pals, uh, we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to find out something else about this amazing veterinarian because he has the perfect middle name that describes him to a T or content maybe an R. So we're going to find out what that is all about after we take this break. So sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. All Behave will be right back. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I have a new favorite veterinarian in the house, and he is Dr. Mondrian Contreras. He owns and operates the Carroll Stream Animal Hospital that's in the Chicagoland area. And he just added the doggy daycare franchise Central Bark, his offerings for his pet clients. He has written several children's books including one that we're going to dive into. It is called, I love this, Bubba's Bad Breath. The vet bros take on dental care. And for anybody watching, maybe on YouTube, show your book, man. 
You got it? Absolutely. I got it right here. Yeah, be a Vanna White. Be a Vanna White. All right. There we go. All right. <laughs> All right. He is also a very big giver. He founded Vet Bros. It's a, an education charitable fund. And somehow he also is a veterinary expert for pumpkin pet insurance. And you have a full house at home. When is the last time Dr. Contreras, you've ever had eight hours uninterrupted sleep. Go. Uh, I, I, I don't think that happens, especially <laughs> with my, my little girl still jumps in her bed almost every other night. All right. Well, oh. so I teased everybody, but I love that you have a lot of vowels in your name and it's a very beautiful, your first and last name. Yeah. But it's time to let the cat or the name out of the bag. What is your middle name? My uh, my mom, just so we know, was a huge art art major. Or, you know, she was a jewelry maker, and so she was a big artist. And so one of her favorite periods was the Renaissance. And so when she had me, Renaissance is my middle name. And so that's where uh, I get my creativity from. And I actually think you are a true Renaissance man, because when you went to school, you were on a football scholarship at University of Illinois, right? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. You're fighting Illini. That fighting is Illini. my mom and dad's alum. They're up in heaven now going, doing the fight song. Yeah. <laughs> what was your position? I was actually a linebacker. And so Ooh. I was a little bit undersized, but I was I was fast. I was faster. And so I had a lot of fun. Very, very blessed to play four years there. And just honestly, I had met my wife there. And so it was just the most amazing time. And I, I absolutely love it. And so we I love taking my kids. So are you better than all the Watt brothers put together? No, I'm better than one of their toes. I think. But being a linebacker, you're kind of the general of defense. Sorry, I'm an ex-sports writer. Aren't I am. You? Yeah. So were you middle linebacker outside? What were you? It's the best position on the field. There's no, it's the, the best position by far on the field, linebacker. So, uh, you know, I'm not biased or anything, but it's the best. You know, you got to be the fastest. You got to be able to catch. You got to be able to run. You got to do everything. So that's what I love. And you got to call the defense. And you have to know where everybody is on the field. Absolutely. Yeah. You're watching that quarterback and he could be trying to bluff you at something, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it was good. We had a lot of fun. A lot of fun. So there's that aspect of you. And to make you a Renaissance man, though, what was your major in at the University of Illinois? It was actually art history. I was an art history major in college. And so so just so we know, I had a, I, I did have a little bit of a difficulty growing up. I, you know, I grew up in New Mexico. My mom did pass away when I was very, very young. Uh, and so uh, it kind of moved from, uh, you know, I lived with my guardians for a little while, home to home. And then I was emancipated when I was young. So like basically a foster child. So I had a hard time in high school and in those years and middle school and everything like that. And so right. I didn't do great initially in school. School, but it uh, wasn't that I wasn't brilliant because I'm very brilliant. You know, it's just I had a harder. I can see I that. A, I, I had a hard that. time. So uh, when I went to when I was blessed to have a football scholarship at the University of Illinois, you know, I was able to. It was great because I was able to tutor for all my classes. I was able to really learn how to learn. All right, and so wow. that's the one of the blessing things. I did break my neck playing football, so that kind of ended the the whole football career. But it was you know one of the greatest blessings ever in the sense that it really focused me on my on my education i really was able to just get the most amazing education my coaches steered me away from being a veterinarian because in high school i actually worked at a veterinary hospital and oh, it was nice. uh, and, and that's i found my love and yeah. so i originally went to your, your illinois to go in to be a vet 
but they thought they wanted me to stay eligible, so they steered me. They steered me well, away from that. But again, I found my way. I got a but, great. But education. getting into vet school is not easy, it's and not. you went to one of the very best universities no, the in best. Florida. Oh, the best! One of the best, says Arden, who graduated from Purdue University. I'm not taking on a linebacker. I just want to say, though, as a Purdue, just so you know, as a Purdue fan, me and Drew Brees were actually yes. on the same recruiting visit to Purdue. Oh, oh the quarterback or the former quarterback of the New Orleans Saints. That's right. We were, we were on the same recruiting visit. So we have that we have that Purdue connection. OK. okay? okay. All right. So. All right. Mm -hmm. So but getting into vet school, it is very difficult. And you went to, again, one of the best veterinary schools. Yes. So, uh, yes, I was very unbelievably, I, again, my life has been an unbelievable blessing by be, being able to go to the University of Florida for vet school. Yeah. And so I'm um, going to really two top schools. And so when I got into uh, the University of Florida, uh, my I had just been uh, the two years prior, recently married to my the, my wife. And my wife basically was saying, we're not waiting anymore. We're having children. And so we actually had two boys in vet school we had twin well, you boys had twins, in vet right? school you had twins my right? sophomore year in vet school twins twins all right well we got a shout out to the family so your wife is named bridget okay good bridget you to come yeah, home and... tonight yes good <laughs> and the twin boys thomas and matisse and, and then so... you added two more children right they yes, are i had the two aurelia and khalil and beautiful so... beautiful names and so what is the biggest kick you get out of being a veterinarian what what do you really just get your day going honestly it is it's a lot of things and it's that every day is very unexpected all right and okay. so uh, again today we had uh, just a schedule of appointments i gave myself an hour buffer before our interview but right um we right but an hour before i mean five minutes before my last appointment when i was supposed to be done five minutes what did we have? We had an emergency laceration repair, you know? Aw, what dog, cat, how are they doing? It was a dog that came in uh, for the this laceration repair. And so, um, again, it was it's one of those things where, you know, we were able to treat medically. The dog is going to do just, just fine. But it's one of those things where every day you do not know what's going to happen. And so I think that's one of the great things that I love about my job because there's so many great things I get to do. I get to help pets. I get to help pet owners. And I love love educating. I love learning about my clients. I love how much they care about their pets. And, they, and these are things that they just don't know. So I love educating them on things and teaching them. I love that. And especially with your background where you had a tough childhood, I didn't realize that. And you could have had a pity party. You didn't have a pity party. You, no. you, you looked and said, I'm going forward, right? Absolutely. You know, that's and that's one of the blessings about playing something like football. I had a lot yeah. of coaches who never let me feel sorry for myself. And that's Good. and, you know, the just competition, but also wanting to help your brother next to you. And so I always think of them as family. And I think of every one of my clients basically as family. And so I want them to basically have the absolute best for their pet. And so and I want to always make sure I have I always our appointments at our hospital are a little bit longer, mainly because we want to spend a little bit more like time that. with our clients. And so, so Carol Stream and Animal Hospital. Is there some lady that was named Carol, or do you have a river named Carol? No, that's the name of the city that we're in. So oh. Carol Shame. Oh yeah, and so uh, Western Suburbs. No, that's fine. Okay. So all right, I didn't yeah. know. I grew up near Chicago in Crown Point, Indiana, but I had never heard of Carol Stream. Oh yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's great. It's a it's a great pet loving, amazing community that I, I'm in, and very extremely blessed to to be able to to be a part of it. So we have a few minutes before we're going to take our first break. 
you just did something. You added more work to your life. Tell us about what is going on with what is Central Bark? I do know what it is, but you get to tell us. And why is that going to help the folks that are going to your Carroll Stream Animal Hospital? So we saw a just an unbelievable spike in dogs that were just really not being well socialized, uh, dogs that have just been extremely fearful. And so there is a huge behavioral kind of component to these fearful dogs that we really need that need help. And so, yeah, thank you, bar, COVID, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so, we saw a huge need. It's not just a regular doggy daycare, and I and I think everybody thinks they're all the same. They are absolutely not. What we are trying to teach here is basically good canine citizenship. Okay, we oh, are good. really trying to help our pets be well socialized. We want them to be able to interact well, and so we're we're going to have different avenues for different pet owners at our facility in order to help these dogs who might be a little bit fearful let be a little bit scared we're going to be able to hopefully help as many of these pets as we can um going to be well socialized so that again they don't have to be you know always be at home they don't have to be so reactive to everything that they see so they you know again if we understand um that these are very social creatures okay uh that they don't act, but we have to do it in a proper uh so proper is it, manner is it, is it next to you did you expand your hospital where is yeah, it it relation? is it's, it's literally right next so i oh, typically lucky. just Walk. Yeah. I, I literally walk right next door every, every single day, uh, you know, make sure everything is running smoothly, making sure uh, everybody's, you know, learning uh, how to properly assess, behaviorally assess every single patient, and then making sure that they're putting these pets together in groups that they that they work well with and fit well oh, with. Like and play so, groups and things exactly. like that? Exactly. Yeah. And right. so we have certain things that a lot of owners aren't aware of. And so things like needing to be at the facility, if they want to be a part of the doggy daycare, they actually need to be here at least once a week. And that okay. that's really for because when dogs go to a situation where they're unfamiliar with it, where they are, again, not really aware of their surroundings, sometimes they can be actually very anxious and nervous the first time. But if they come consistently and they're able to be exposed to the same people consistently, they can definitely warm up to them. So we can teach them how to um, be more calm in certain situations. We can teach them that, hey, these certain pets that they are, you know, I mean, can be more relaxed with. Hey, these are things that we can teach them so that they can be much, much better socialized, be able to be calm and create and make sure again that so when they go home too, they have good mental stimulation. So all these things are things that we teach. We uh, tired dogs, a happy dog, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But not an over tired dog. <laughs> yeah, and that's yeah. the big thing. Okay. And so, so good, good, good. Cause that's very, very important because rest is very important for dogs as well. So, um, so we teach basically how to balance that perfectly. I like that. Hey, we're talking with Dr. Contreras. He is the owner and veterinary, top veterinarian at Carroll Stream Animal Hospital. And we're going to dive in with his love of kids and children's books and why we all need to be down in the mouth, especially in the month of February, which is National Dental Health Pet Month or whatever the fancy title is. He's going to help us. So everybody sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Hey, Pet Pals, Arden Moore here from the Old Behave Show, talking to you about a great 
company called Natural Farm. They make all natural dog chews and bones. Yum yum for the dogs. They are single ingredients. They're very nice to the environment and they support a lot of animal welfare groups. Check them out for your dogs. They're bully sticks, gullet sticks, collagen sticks, and peanut butter, chicken, and other flavors. You get to choose what chew for your dog. Go to naturalfarmpet.com. Pause up. Use promo code BEHAVE15 for 15% off store-wide. Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, this is Amy Schumer. You're listening to Arden Moore on Pet Life Radio, where they keep it real and make everyone feel like they're pets. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Obehave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Obehave show on Pet Life Radio. I love this guy. Uh, Dr. Contreras, you're a happily married man. I love you in <laughs> your professional sense. But I look around and people don't like doggy breath in a dog or a cat. And I just don't think we should be poo-pooing it and dismissing it and making jokes about it because to me a stinky breath is a is a cry for help right absolutely and just so you know i love you back Arden. don't worry I'm very happy. and i'm happily married too so we're all good okay so one of the things why i created the the vet bros pet education charitable fund and the reason why slow down on that i want them to hear that name vet bros, bros. b-e-t-b-r-o-s yep. love that that's right. Uh, you know, the reason why I created this nonprofit and the reason why we're creating these uh, children's books is we want to make sure people understand just how simple uh, things can be and things aren't so foreign. Example is brushing dogs' teeth. My mission is going to be, all right, to go into an exam room and be talk to owners about brushing their teeth. And I'm going to get an owner that's going to be like, hey, you know what? I'm already brushing. All right. And it's not going to be foreign because every yeah. time I, I talk about brushing a dog's teeth or a cat's mouth or anything, it is so foreign. And then when I tell them it needs to be done daily, oh my goodness. I mean, their eyes are like, what? We brush our own teeth. We do it every day, hopefully at least twice a day, you know, and it's the very, and, and it's so funny where they, one of the studies that they did was actually on beagles on how it went for a human study. Um, they actually did it on beagles to know how often we need to brush our teeth. And so it takes 24 hours for dental calculus to start forming. That is the wow. reason why we need to brush daily. So we want to make sure, again, I'm driving, I'm going to drive this home uh, to, and again, I'm teaching the younger generation so yes. that they know that this is not going to be foreign. They're going to, this is going to be the this next generation is going to be the most educated most pet love their pets are going to live forever because they're going to be brushing teeth and it's not going to be foreign it's bubba's bad breath the vet bros take on dental care what's a three tips you can share to people of all ages from your book i love bubba's name that's a good name Oh, and the bub is a sweet dog in this book too. Okay, so the again, I'll I'll try I'll try to narrow it down to three. But the biggest thing is is just the introducing of the toothbrush to dogs. Again, we want to do it regularly, but we want to do it in a way that again, it, it's not creating uh, you know an adverse event for the pet. So you just want to offer the doggy toothpaste and the doggy toothbrush as a treat just have them lick it off because usually the toothpaste is what flavored like uh, exactly yes. Yes, exactly. Human toothpaste isn't meant to be swallowed. So that's the reason why we want to make sure yeah. we use doggy. Dogs don't diet. spit. 
Yeah. The other thing is we all we want to make sure is that it does. It actually does need to be done daily. So the first step is making sure, right? We just want to make sure it's a great experience. Get that toothbrush association with the dog as a great event first where they're running to you every time they see it. The second And they do thing, make those uh those finger brushes. Absolutely. You can go from the back, work your way in. My dog Kona likes those. Works just as well. Works just as well. And then we want to do it regularly. We do need to do it daily. Again, it takes 24 hours for dental calculus to start forming. So that's the reason why it's recommended daily. Okay. The last thing is, is that a minimum of once a year, a dog needs to have their mouth examined a minimum of Thank once you. a year. The main reason is, and I wish I, I have all these fun pictures on our social media page and everything. Well, wh- what is showing. your media? What is your link? Tell us right now. Carol Stream Animal Hospital. You can look us up on Facebook. And so, uh, it, and we have so much fun. And so, okay. and right now with the dental thing, we love showing dental pictures. And you can, we take pictures of dogs and you look at their teeth and they look totally, totally Before normal. Before and after kind of. Exactly. Yeah, so, good. and we can see some of them look totally normal, but when you take an x-ray of them, they have a completely resorbed mouth, a lesion. And that's why they're like, they do are acting a little bit funny when you're touching yeah, it, you know, and you'd never even know it. Pain. Yeah. Exactly. So we want to make sure that those mouths are examined once a year and very minimum by a veterinarian. Yes. And I think that's why all of us, no matter what age our pets are, we do need to do at least an annual visit exam where they're looking, you're looking at top to bottom, ears to tail. Now the breath, I'm just going to get into a stinky situation. What if I smell really bad breath in my dog Kona or my cat Casey, what's going on that could be in the mouth, but also what could be going on that could be in the body? That makes excellent, that excellent. Bleh, I love it. breath. So we want to make sure, Arden, what you're hitting on is one of the most important things, honestly, is because that's the first sign, really, that we have severe periodontal disease. And it okay. is a disease. And so, again, when you think about dogs with dental calculus, which is bacteria in the mouth, which is basically causing our gums to recede. They're causing those gums. You'll see them very red and inflamed. Yeah. And a lot of time we're seeing because that bacteria, basically, again, it's that, that smell. It's the ammonia producing bacteria. That's the smell when they're it constantly swallowing it. It does. It absolutely does. Okay. I just got to say it smells worse than dog poop. Yeah. Okay. And again, when they're constantly swallowing that, we got to think about what's that doing. And in humans, we absolutely see with humans with dental disease like this, we see heart disease. If there is an absolute link that we know that. Okay. But in our dogs and our cats, we do see the similar absolutely heart disease. We also see liver and kidney issues. All right. And because again, it is severe and it is a state, what they call a state of chronic inflammation. All right. And so again, this is something that definitely needs to be taken care of. And again, this is one of the huge reasons why dogs are doing so well for so long is because we're seeing more people really take advantage of being able to clean their dog's mouth. Oh man. So it is February is dental health awareness month or whatever, but it really should be done every day. 365, right? 100%, 100%. So do you have any current dogs or cats in the Contreras home? Yes, we do. We have my doggy Leia. All right. So she is a dog. And and one thing we we want to press upon with our children, right, is that they need to take care of these pets as well. We have these pets. We want our children. So I have my kids on a schedule. Again, the older ones, Thomas and Matisse, 
They're brushing our dog's teeth, you know, Monday nice. through Friday. Okay. My little girl, Aurelia, she brushes on the weekend. She's unbelievable. She's How the best she? one who mentioned. She is six. And wow. so, <laughs> yeah, she is unbelievable. And so she's great. And so, um, but we want to get our kids involved in taking care of our pets. And this is one of the really great things to be able I to like show that. them. Um, because again, it's something that they can do. You know, it's something, it's a great bonding experience and it's a great way to show them how well we can take care of our pets and, <clears throat> and let them know that this is you know this is this is life this is something that we can really like take that. care of what so, what kind of dog is uh leah she is a mutt of about we did the dna test and she was 15 different things and so oh, she's what they call a canine cocktail that's what dr marty becker calls it when you don't know what they are you just call them a canine cocktail right even when you get the dna test back you're like what really you yeah. know like a burmese i'm like mm, i'm not sure about it. how <laughs> so, big is she She's tired. She's only 47 pounds, I think it is. 47? That's a good, that's good. I'm looking at my dog's 35 and I have an eight pounder. Emma, my last dog was 95 pounds, Bujo. So it is, you got to pick up Emma. You're like, whoa, <laughs> just kidding. So what about vet bros? Can you tell us how this charitable group works and how maybe people can get involved? Absolutely. So we are um, the Vet Bros Pet Education Charitable Fund. Uh, and you can go to vetbrospeteducation.org. Uh, we actually just got our website all fixed and changed over. Okay. So we saw some things that we have to re transition through because we just threw it over to a new website, which has been great. But we are a 501c3. And our, uh, our mission really is to basically is to help save as many pet lives as we can. And nice. so we do that through education. And we do that through financial assistance. And we do that through some of our environmental initiatives. Uh, where we collaborate with partners like Green to Gold and things like that. So to really help promote the whole whole well-being of our pets. And so um, the education component of it, and that's where my children's books came into play. So how many children books do you have now that you've written? I have three, okay. two of the Vet Bros series. And so, but we have a bunch in the pipeline um, that we're creating. Absolutely. And so and the, we're very excited because we really want to, um, the goal with the books have always been that we want to make sure that we are making certain topics in veterinary medicine that may be foreign to people, not foreign anymore. Can you give me an example? We talked about dental care, which is great, but what's another Absolutely. one? Absolutely. Another one is just pet obesity. All right. And oh. so, because one of the things that we want to make sure owners understand is that, you know, dogs that, and dogs and cats that are overweight, again, the things that that causes, the things to look out for when we see it and what they can do to help. And these things are really simple. I know we try to make things extremely difficult many times when we talk to owners about the whole pathophysiology of what happens when they're overweight and it just and it goes over but they don't need to know that let's just teach them you don't want a hairy ottoman right no we know we and, and there is the and it was a lot of times again again simple complex things i understand can be broken down really simple and i feel like if i can explain this to again an elementary school child then i know adults will be able to really be able to take it home and so if i can't explain it to a child then again i don't know it well enough and so as a veterinarian my goal is to make sure that we can really break down complicated subjects make them and again it's not dumbing it down but no, it's being able to explain things practical. in a way yeah absolutely being practical exactly in, in a way that is simplistic in a way also that's it can be fun i mean again to have more time with our pets i think that's what everybody wants more quality time and these are the things that they can do that are really simple that i want children to understand so our next generation really knows what to look for in a, in a pet or a dog that's overweight and again to understand that doggy breath 
is actually a disease. It is not something that's normal. It's not normal. And I want people to understand that that is not normal. And so these are some things that are, that are simple to take home. That I really want people because we're, we're going to treat this next generation and they're going to be the best pet owners in the world. I love your spirit. I love your cadence. You probably haven't even had a cup of coffee yet. You're on natural caffeine, I think, really. But that you're putting the capital L in life. And that's what we need more people like you, Dr. Contreras. I, I really believe that. It. Well, I mean, how did you come up with Vet Bros? What, where did that? So I love you asked that. So just so you know, so like I said, my children were born. My two boys were born in vet school. My my sophomore year, one of the hardest years, uh, and so they grew up. They grew up literally with me the day they were born. I had to study for a cardiology test that was oh, going to be no. on. They were born on a Tuesday, had a cardiology test on Friday, and so uh, and again, so they were born with a book in their hands and me teaching them <laughs> reading to them. Okay, day one. And so when they got older, they wanted to, uh, they wanted to get money. And so I'm like, well, what can you're not gonna get money for chores because these are part of the house. So we ended up making a series. We ended up making an educational series where my kids were teaching people about dental health, about obesity, really? about pet insurance. Yeah. So I How made old a are series. They now? So they're they're actually in high school now. And oh, so, cool. but we have been making videos when they were in, you know, kindergarten, first grade, second grade, third grade, fourth nice. grade. So yeah. And so uh, and so that's where the name Vet Bros came in because Thomas Matisse brothers, and they are basically, they were the honorary members of 2010 at the, my vet school. And so they are honorary veterinarians. And so, and then, um, and that, and they're really, their love for really wanting to teach others. Honestly, that's where the Vet Bros name comes from. And that's where this, uh, the nonprofit, and that's where these book series, things like that come from. It, honestly, it, it's their love Sweet. of wanting to teach people. Any of your kids thinking about wanting to be a veterinarian? I think my little girl will be. All right. Uh, my three boys, I'm not sure. They love animals, but then they want to do like engineering. They want to be one, wants to be a possibly a musician. So they are kind of figuring things out. They are, I'm very extremely happy because they are honestly really super brilliant children. They get that from their mom, but they're unbelievably brilliant. No, they got good children from both of you. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm just so happy that you had the time without a laceration in exam room two to be <laughs> on the show today. And everybody, please check out. He is a fast rising veterinarian. I want you to check out. He is Dr. Madarian Contreras. It's C-O-N-T-R-E-R-A-S. A lot of vowels there, Vanna. And he owns the Carroll Stream uh, Animal Hospital in the Chicagoland area. But we've already talked about the vet bros. He's got children's books. So any of you out there that may be teachers or working at shelters and you're looking for something to help the kids, think about getting your paws on some of those books that our guest today has written. Uh, I thank you so much for being on the show. You survived. I appreciate it. It's been an honor to be on your show. You're just an exceptional, uh, again, podcaster. Everything that you do, honestly, for our industry, I'm very, very thankful for. And I appreciate being you asking me to be on the show. It means a lot. I appreciate it. Well, anybody who's a linebacker has my respect, and that's for sure. And at this time, I want to give a shout out to my producer, Mark Winter. He is the surgeon of sound. He's the executive producer of Pet Life Radio. We are the longest running pet radio network on the planet, like zillions of people. Do me a favor, sign up for my uh, uh, YouTube channel. It's easy, Art and More. The Good Doctor has already done that. 
Check out all the shows on Pet Life Radio. And until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave! Coast to coast and around the world, it's Oh, Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.